Welcome to the Burbs Minute Podcast, quite possibly the greatest Pinocchio movie ever made. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkutch. In this episode, we're covering Minute 95 of the Burbs, which begins with Ray repeating Citizen's Arrest, and ends with Mark talking about snapping necks. So we're, uh, we're into our last week of actual film time here, of actually things happening, and we are coming down to the glorious finale. <laughs> it's, it's getting close. Yeah, we, we're finally going to... Once, I mean, we we know as the audience already know that the Klopaks, as revealed by Doctor Klopak, are definitely the bad guys. I can't make any more excuses for them. I've done all I could. Yeah, he made a full confession now. <laughs> yes, which is exactly what Ray's going to get into talking about about him giving full confessions. So, uh, Rance Howard has to come and break them up to begin the minute, yeah. which is about the fourth time he's had to break up a fight. <laughs> I, I wrote Officer Rance. Officer Rance breaks him up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do enjoy that um, Carol was in like the last two minutes. She was being pretty supportive. You know, she was obviously her husband was in a bad way. And she comes over to try to talk to him again. But Ray's in a different headspace now. Oh, yeah. He's ready to stand up to Carol for yeah. a change. He feels, <laughs> as I've written down, is Ray is feeling righteous again. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I'm right and they're wrong. Don't start yep. with me, Carol. <laughs> And he's like, oh, this man, he told me, he confessed. Yep, they, and, uh, the man, they murdered the Naps. Yeah. At least it was the Naps this time. Yeah, the Naps, someone who's actually missing, who's not sitting on a stretcher 25 feet away. Right. And then Art comes over to make things all better again, calling the detective Sherlock again, which, uh, yeah, he, I mean, if there's something cops really enjoy, it's you calling them Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> I think they really enjoy that. That and telling them they should be out catching murderers instead of giving you a speeding ticket. Right, I pay your salary. Yeah, my taxes pay your salary. All all the hits. Play the hits. They love it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thankfully for everybody involved, the Klopeks have a poor latch on their uh, trunk. Right, and popped open when they hit it with the stretcher. Mm. Although I'm going to talk about something here. We get a shot of Mrs. Rumsfeld, who yeah. is dressed like one of Ricky's friends. <laughs> yes, I, at first I wasn't even positive it wasn't one of Ricky's friends. She's got like her skin-tight shirt on again. You know, letting the girls out to play. Yes, the but girls are got, out. like, tight acid wash jeans on. I mean, if she had just wandered over and I didn't know who she was, I would just be like, oh, you know, I guess that's just Ricky's girlfriend or whatever. Which she, she can be. Yeah, she could be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in my fan fiction, that's what happens. <laughs> he just, she just wanders over there. I mean, we, we haven't heard Mark. Mark hasn't had anything to say in about the last five minutes, so. But he's following her over, so. Yeah, he's he's there. But he's he's been, like, partially checked out for, like, five minutes. Yeah. I mean, he's had, like, a few little snipes to say to, like, Uncle Reuben, but he's he has really become not a main character here for a little while. Well, he was too busy trying to break up Art and Ray for a while. Man, that was it. That's all he was doing. Like, it really came down to, like, a, it was really Ray and Art. Yeah. Buttonheads at the end. He was really, like, the, the third wheel. <laughs> and, and thankfully, Ricky has no, uh, doesn't care about boundaries. <laughs> no, it just goes right in the trunk. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take a deep dive on what's in the trunk. So from the Klopak Doctor Klopak's reaction, we realize that they're in trouble. Yeah. He pretty much knows he's done. So they pull it back and um I took a glance. There's at least five skulls in there. Yes. And then and at least four sets of rib cages, I see a couple of pelvises and an assortment of femur bones. Everything's filthy, like they did dig it up from somewhere. Yeah, this does, I mean, it does beg the question of where was this stuff kept? 
Yeah. Was it buried in the yard or was it buried where they were digging in the basement? Who knows? Yeah, was it in the basement? Was it in the yard? Was it always kept in the car? <laughs> yeah. Why take it in the car at all? <laughs> right, unless they moved it because they were leaving and they knew these, these idiots were going to come over and dig in their house. But why, like, if, if you really thought they were onto you, like when, when you came back and saw them at your house, you went to go get the police. Why not dump the bodies? Probably should have got rid of that stuff. <laughs> it's like you went to get the cops and your trunk's full of body parts. Yeah. Even if you pull up and everything goes great and they start saying, yeah, but they killed somebody. And they somehow get the cops suspicious enough to be like, all right, just to shut these guys up, do you mind if we look in your car? Right. And you say, no, now legally you're good. They're not going to look in your car. But you have raised many a red flag. Right. Now everybody wants to know what's in your car. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's one of those things that even if you're legally in the right, just saying no is like, oh, really? Right. You don't want us to look in there, do you? <laughs> I like when Ricky pulls the blanket off, the aha music plays, you know, that yeah. music yeah. that tells you that something's going on. Yeah, and then we get, <laughs> you can see the red, blue lights from the, uh, from the lights, and then we get like, what is it, one, two, three, four, like quick shots of all the skulls just to pound at home. <laughs> and then... In a moment it's, that I truly enjoy, that the the one detective once again <laughs> mispronounces Klopek's name. Yeah, Mr. Klopek. Yeah, Dr. Klopek. <laughs> yeah, he's got nothing to see. He doesn't even say anything. He just kind of shakes his head. Well, I didn't notice this before. Ray's the one holding them. He but, says, is this your car? Is this your vehicle, Dr. Klopek? And uh, Dr. Klopek's face is just like, I guess, you know. I, he should have been like, it's Rubens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it is. <laughs> yeah, uh, Ray's holding them by the scruff of his neck. Yeah. He's going to buy his jacket. Not one of the cops. It's Ray. And then, of course, we cut to one of somebody, everybody else's favorite scenes. We're going to go over and check in on Hans. Yeah. So I have a quick thing to mention here. This is going to go into more into the next minute. This is the ambulance, which is in the front of Art's house. Yeah. There is no fire at this point. No. But there is a fireman standing right there. Right. Just keep that in mind when we get into a later minute. <laughs> but nothing is going on right now. The fireman kind of stays. He hangs around there for a while, too. You're right. I think they're checking it out because there was a uh, thing. So uh, one of the lines that you'll hear off repeated if you're someone that's a fan of the Burbs is, Hey, Pinocchio, where are yeah. you going? <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, he is dressed just like Pinocchio. He is dressed just like Pinocchio. And, then, and he's uh, trying to be very sneaky, yeah, too. Probably one of my favorite chase and tackle scenes ever <laughs> because it is so ridiculous but so true to what actually would happen in life. I was going to say, it kind of looks real. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Hans just fall and bust his ass. Like, it looks nasty when he goes down. It looks bad. But he starts, you know, he's a young man. He starts to get back up. And Rumsfeld comes in and dives at his legs. I, I used to think that he fell. But I, he intentionally goes for him. Uh, but is he sliding feet first into his legs? Yeah, he does like almost like a half-ass baseball slide at him. <laughs> That's what I thought he did. And then he hits him right in the back of his legs, takes him down again. And then Hans starts wrestling with him, and as much as we were talking about now, I have a few things written down about this. All we've done is rip on Rumsfeld for this whole movie. Right. About how he's not tough, he's a coward, yeah. he does this and this. But we also talked about how Hans was not intimidating, but looked like he might be able to handle himself. Right. Yeah, Hans does not Everything handle himself. He gets well handled. Yeah, he gets handled, and he doesn't look as tough in the Pinocchio outfit either, by the way. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he doesn't look as tough either when he's got a hand wrapped around his throat. Right. And... For the first time in the movie, you get to see the Bruce Stern from the Cowboy movies that he did in, like, the 60s and 70s. 
<laughs> when he says he's 18 months in the bush, I could snap your neck in a heartbeat. Heartbeat, yeah. Listen, I don't even know if any of that's true, but in that moment, I believe him. Yeah, it looks it looks pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> and I think Hans believes him because he's not moving. No, he doesn't try to fight at all. So out of the three Klopaks, I, I assume Uncle Ruben got caught because he was sitting in the car. But Dr. Klopak was caught by Ray, and, <laughs> and Hans was caught by um, Rumsfeld. Right. Yeah, it's good work by the cops. There's 30 cops around. They couldn't catch anybody. <laughs> catch anybody. <laughs> All right, so that's the very end. Is we get to the – when he's talking about snapping his neck. We don't quite get to the last second of Rumsfeld, but we get most of it. So we mentioned that he called him Pinocchio and that he's dressed like Pinocchio. I'm going to take a wild guess you're at least vaguely familiar with who Pinocchio is. Yeah, I know Pinocchio. <laughs> All right, here's the real question. What year was Pinocchio created? Oh, God. Well, you know, I know Disney, and it definitely wasn't made by Disney. You know, it wasn't created yeah, like by Like all Disney properties, it was stolen. Right, it was stolen, exactly. So I'm going to say the, they were in – Pinocchio was at least 50s for that for Disney, right? Yeah. Or 60s. Yeah. I think it was 50s. So, I think it was 50s. I think you're right. I think it was 50s too. So we're going to say like 1908. Oh, you know what? We're wrong. So the Pinocchio movie came out in 1940. Oh, my God. 40. Wow. See now, I'm I'm hoping the guys from the uh, the Disney's Essential podcast are not listening right now and cursing at us. Otherwise, our penance will have to be to show up on the Pinocchio episode. <laughs> uh, it was created. Uh, Pinocchio was the name of the variant of common pinolo, which is Italian, of course, for pine seed. I'm sure I butchered that. Is a fictional character and the protagonist of the children's novel, The Adventures of Pinocchio, 1883. Oh wow. By Italian writer Carlo Collodi, caused by a woodcarver named Geppetto in a village near Florence. He was created as a wooden puppet, but dreamed of becoming a real boy. He lies often. <laughs> Pinocchio is a cultural icon as one of the most reimagined characters in children's literature. His story has been adapted into other media. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I, would, well, I mean, obviously most famous by the Disney company. Right. Well, thank God Disney redid it because uh, we went to Disney World one year and I let my daughter listen to the audiobook on her headphones. The original? The original. And uh, I look over and she's got this horrified look on her face. And I thought, what's going on? She said, oh, my God, he just killed Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> and she took the buds out of her ear and didn't finish that book. <laughs> I believe I had a similar experience with The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yeah, that one was, gets pretty ugly, too. Yeah, I was reading it, though, so I could, like, kind of edit it as I'm going. I'm like, oh, skipping that part. <laughs> no, I better listen to it without, without listening to it first, which was a smart idea. Yeah, so the, in the Disney version, they intended to keep the obnoxious aspects of the original character, but Walt Disney himself said this made the character too unlikable, so alterations were made to incorporate traits of mischief and innocence to make Pinocchio more likable. Right. So he doesn't kill Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. <laughs> it has a 100% rating on the website Rotten Tomatoes. Really? And it's known as one of the greatest animated films of all time. I have not seen it in a long time. Is this one of those ones where I'm going to go back and it's going to be like super racist if I watch it? I don't think so. I mean, I'm sure they do the Italian accents and things, yeah, but I don't care about that though. I, no, yeah. I, I, maybe I'm just I'm just putting it with Dumbo because they're kind of in the same time frame. Right, right. I mean, that when you go back and you're like, oh my god. Them crows are pretty, you know, they're pretty cringeworthy. Yeah, I mean, I love the crows, but <laughs> I know, but it's look obviously it, from the, it, a different era. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> yeah, and there's been a lot of remakes of Pinocchio, and I've seen a few of them, and I'm gonna say, by and large, they stink. I don't think I've ever seen it. I might have seen a live action one that was terrible. Yeah. I was just saying, I might have seen one live action one, but I think that was where he was actually wood, right? 
Oh God, I saw one. I'm trying to find one here. The one I saw it was wood grain. Like it wasn't even painted for a while. Oh, there's some terrible ones on here that I haven't seen. But I, I just listen to this. Uh, no, no, no. Where's it at? He was portrayed by Jonathan Taylor Thomas in the film The Adventures of Pinocchio in 1996. <laughs> you mean uh, Home Improvement Kid, right? Yeah. Isn't that? He yeah. appeared in the horror film Pinocchio's Revenge, 1996, played by Vern Troyer. Really? Yeah, you know who Vern Troyer is, right? Yeah, I, think, I met him one time at Comic-Con. You met Minnie Me? <laughs> yeah, he was sitting there all by himself. Nobody was at, in his line, and I walked over and said hi to him. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy you are. <laughs> I felt bad. <laughs> oh, my God. There's like 10 pages of like Pinocchio stuff on here. <laughs> I mean, you don't see a whole lot of Pinocchio, except for a Disney one, right? No. The latest Pinocchio stuff on here is in Avengers of Age of Ultron, Story of oh, Pinocchio is referenced to symbolize the cybernetic villain Ultron. There are the no version strings. of Pinocchio's Pinocchio song "I've Got No Strings" is also quoted by him. Yeah, I've got no strings on me. <laughs> oh, that, that's been the Pinocchio minute. <laughs> I, I was trying to find out some way to incorporate Pinocchio into this movie, besides the fact that Hans dresses like him. There's really no, no, no way to do that. Yeah, I mean, everyone lies a lot, but no one's really punished for it. No one's nose grows. Yeah. <laughs> and um, isn't there a Disney animated animation minute already? So you can't have. I just Pinoc- said, do you are you on this podcast when I talk? You said it's been the Pinocchio minute. You didn't say the Disney animation no, I told minute. You the Disney Essentials guys are on there. Essentials. I don't know what it was called. <laughs> I thought you had another. I thought that was the drunk on Disney guys. No. And they're. I think they're still doing Snow White. Oh, are they really? Yeah. The only thing I don't know because I haven't started that one yet because I'm like. You know, there's 37 of these minute podcasts, and it's just yeah. taking me forever to get to all of them. When I checked in with them last, they were on, they were doing Snow White, but I don't know what they're doing next. And I don't think um, they're on the Movies by Minutes website. Oh. Yeah. What are the chances I can't find this because I'm an idiot? Yeah, I didn't think it was called Disney Essentials. I saw one called Disney Animation Minute or something like that. There could be two. Who knows? But. <laughs> to the fun of the Burbs Minute guys, scouring the internet, trying to find another minute podcast. Can you just wait a minute while we look around? <laughs> just stand by as we Google things. We're having te- technical difficulties. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Here we go. I was close. It's Disney Animation Minute Essentials. Yeah, I had see? some of the right words in there. I had the other half, so you can't yell at me for not listening to you. I sure can, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, they're in Snow White. They're in, at minute 26. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. I feel like they've been doing that a long time. Um, they started... February 2nd, 3rd. Maybe they just announced it a long time ago. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, all right. So uh, what was Pinocchio was like the third movie out maybe? Yeah, maybe. Third, fourth so, movie. So uh, you can request to go on there since you get schooled in Pinocchio knowledge. <laughs> all right. So what we learned in this minute is um, Klopek is actually probably tougher than we thought. And Klopek, I'm sorry. Um, Rumsfeld may Rumsfeld. actually be the tough guy that he uh, has talked about for the last 90 minutes. And Hans isn't as scary as we thought. Yeah. And that uh, Ray and Art were actually right. Yeah. <laughs> which is hard to believe. <laughs> Ray would have felt bad if he would have choked Art to death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he would have. All right. I don't have anything else. No, I don't have anything else. Okay. Make sure you uh, swing by our Facebook and Twitter page. Go over to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Um, I said this the last week of regular programming. We will have another at least one episode left next week, probably just one to do the credits. But uh, don't delete us from your feed. We may still drop in occasionally to do the occasional thing. 
you know, any burbs related stuff comes up, or if we watch, if we want to review a movie that's somehow burbs adjacent. Or Burbs 2 comes out. Or Burbs 2 comes out. If Colin Hanks finally returns my phone calls. <laughs> All right. Uh, make sure you check out the Movies by Minutes website. In particular, check out the Star Wars Minute, who uh, started this particular type of uh, podcasting. Oh, Pinocchio, where are you going? And stay safe, neighbors. You're being outscored by a cricket.